Hey, hey, Unstuckers, welcome to Casual Friday, where we take a mode to have a mini mastermind to problem solve, set goals, and keep the ball rolling on our own businesses. This week on the podcast, we talked about voice acting with Melissa Del Toro. So go back and check it out if you missed that episode. You. Yeah. What's up, Josh? Hey. Hey. How's it going? I'm pretty good. It's Thursday, Friday, you know, one of those days. It's good. Yeah, it's end of the week. <laughs> Checked out. Don't ruin the magic. They don't know we record on Thursdays. <laughs> like senioritis every week, you know? <laughs> yeah, every time I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how. All week I've been really messed up. Like Monday and Tuesday, both days, I really thought it was Wednesday. Wednesday, I thought it was Monday. And Thursday, they were recording this. I have no idea what day it is, but I'm surprised we're recording. So I didn't think it was Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. Well, that's fair. But it's Friday as the listeners are listening. So, you know, it's just extra confusing, an extra layer. (laughs) Yes, to all of the things. So those were pleasantries. Now, tell me, Josh, do I get to donate your money to the American Nazi Patty or what? No, no, you do not. Because, let me get my list. I... My thing was to follow my ideal work week at least 70%. I think I did that probably closer to 80 or 90%. That was pretty good. Oh, shit, dude. I finished the song for the musical. Uh, I did that right away last weekend. I was like, better get this Hell done. Yeah. And they loved it. And there were very few notes, which uh, I was expecting more notes. So suddenly my my free time opened up because <laughs> I had planned to do a lot of notes and they were not there. Uh, and then I made pages on my website for both solid state drive upgrades and cloud backups. I saw so those. They're, they're there. <laughs> I'm so happy that things exist. Good shit, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Did you do your shit? I did. And I wrote it down this week. Oh, so it's not going to be like touch and go like last week. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're good. We're good. Good. So one of my goals was to meditate and I really fucking needed it. <laughs> you, you need more. You still need more because you're, I can tell you're wound up. <laughs> Dude, we're watching a puppy who we were informed was house trained. Guess guess what? The puppy the puppy is not house trained. Mm. She made pee pee in the house twice mm. today after I took her mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. So I need to meditate on a regular basis. And thank God. Thank God I've had time to do that. <laughs> well, good job. Good job. <sighs> okay. The other th- thank you. The other things, uh, I had to set up zero and I did that. That's beautiful it's reconciled oh it feels so good good um and then i you stole my thing i wanted to follow my ideal work week 70 percent. so i did that too and then i also went back in today and tweaked a little bit so i did follow it but i was like huh do i really need to be spending this much time on x y and z no i don't so i was able to tweak it and it was recently brought to my attention by my husband he doesn't want me working when he's home he like wants to spend time together or something oh, like weird. that. So I've had to shift my work day. Yeah, I know. I've had to like shift my work day like two hours earlier in the morning so I can end by like five. So that's another thing that happened this week. <laughs> and I don't I don't think it was technically one of my goals, but I have it written right next to my goals. That was to pay my April taxes. So I did that. Yay. 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 <laughs> you did all the things. I'm not donating I'm not donating your money to the National Riffle Association. Accurate. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry. Better luck next time, Nazis and riffle enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Are you ready? Ten minutes. 
on the clock. I'm ready. Start. I'm ready. Okay. Two seconds ago. Oh God. Oh God. Uh, Oh. uh, uh, Okay. Uh, So, two two things I want to talk about. One, um, I had a meeting with my assistant who has turned into the director of licensing at 505 Songworks about uh, the future and her working more full-time eventually and stuff like that. And it went really well. So kind of surprised herself by being really into this world of music and music licensing because she's, she's already a film person, which is why I hired her. And um, she's a music lover and a songwriter herself. So she's just kind of learning this this world of merging them together and uh, and absolutely loving it. So I sent her, I gave her a task. I said, you have an opportunity to design your job, you know, with some stipulations. So like, what do you like about this world? What do you want to do? What do you like about your work with me so far? If you were to be a full-time person, what would be your ideal work week? You know? Yeah. Cause I figure there's a couple of nuggets in there that I've taken from other places is like, when people feel empowered to choose what they want to do, even if they're not entrepreneurs themselves, but they get to kind of have that autonomy over their job, they're generally way more satisfied. And satisfied mm-hmm. worker means that they generally stay longer and work harder. Plus, it's somebody I've known for years and years and years, and I trust her fully. So um, it's going to be... Yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, so I, I sent her off with that task after that meeting where we talked about kind of the ins and outs of my vision and where where I think we're going. And, you know, she's she's before been an HR director and stuff. So she's got a lot of those skills. So as I'm building yeah. JBIT and hiring out in the future, like she can help me with that. And she's happy to um, not just stay in in the song writings part. Um, so it was, it was a very good meeting. And then we also discussed, I think I mentioned it last week a little bit, but we're not pitching enough and that's mostly because I'm not, I don't have enough time to make enough songs. Uh, and mm-hmm. also I don't make all types of songs and there are all types of songs that are used out there. So I'd rather instead yeah. of her coming across a pitching opportunity and going, we don't have that and forgetting about it. I'd rather her go, uh, Josh doesn't have that, but we have this other thing in our catalog and pitch that so that everything yeah. she comes across, we can pitch something. So we talked about a little bit of the ins and outs of how to how we want to build our catalog with New Mexican musicians, and uh, it's going to be great. So we're just kind of starting that plan, and she's very excited. I'm very excited that she kind of wants to really kind of head up the project because I don't really have time for it. Yeah. i got to keep making the money fixing the computers right now. But with this new plan of action, I could see her bringing in some money at 505 Songworks pretty quickly, hopefully this year. And uh, Hell yeah. as she brings in money, I can just up her hours until she's full time. So yeah, it'll be great. Um, so it'll be great. yeah, so I'm really excited about that. This is kind of a progress report. So the other thing I want to talk about and get maybe your advice on is so the ideal work week, having done it now like a week and a half, it's great. I'm reminded why I did it and I'm, I fell out of it, which, and I'm reminded now why it's less stressful to follow the ideal work week, because as mentioned last week, like if, if I have some admin stuff to do for the nonprofit I work with or the Unstuck Institute, there's a time on my calendar coming up when I can tackle that. And so I don't have to have this thing looming over my head all week. Like I didn't get to that, but I'm so tired. Like, no, it's no, like, okay, Thursday, four o'clock. That's when I do that. Um, So it's great. The hardest part of the ideal work week for me is that so much of my day, of my money-making day, is be available if somebody calls. And 
what gets me clients really over over a lot of the big boys out there playing in the IT field, the computer repair field is that I am available. You know, a lot of them are like, well, you can make an appointment for two weeks out and then you can drop off your computer and we'll keep it for two weeks and then you can have it back. <laughs> and people like that they can call me, probably see me within 24 to 48 hours and then I'll fix it with 24 out within 24 hours. So, yeah. Um, so I don't want to lose my competitive edge on that. But it is, it's exhausting for my personality to just be, to not know and, and try and be available. But like, if nobody's calling, I want to get other shit done, you know, <laughs> and then, yeah. and then to be interrupted if I'm in the middle of like building a web page like I did last week or something, it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard for everybody, but definitely hard for me in my experience to, to switch tasks like that. So mm-hmm. The thought I had, and I'd like to get your advice and iteration on this idea, is that I think what I need to do is very, very, instead of like riding the wave of my day and not having any control over it, mm-hmm. um, there's there's always going to be a lack of control. But I think what I need to do is very consciously go, where am I in my calendar, right? And yeah. and a lot of my day is, is blocked out, ideal work week wise of just like JBIT, be available. It's not like do this task. So I don't have... Yeah. overlapping um, needs. But there's a lot of things that are just kind of on my to-do list. So I think what I need to do is like, okay, let's say I have a really busy morning and I do this and do that, do the next thing. And then I've got no computers that need attention in the shop. I've got no one to call back and no one has called. So, so far my afternoon is free. I think mm-hmm. what I normally do is I start shutting down. <laughs> Go, okay, yeah. work day over. And if I do that, then I get really annoyed if somebody calls me at three because <laughs> you know, I've already kind of mentally checked out of answering the phone part of the day. So I think what I need to do is check in with myself, go, okay, there's nothing on the schedule for the afternoon. It doesn't mean the afternoon is off or free necessarily. So what, what do I want to do for the next half hour to 45 minutes instead of what do I want to do for the rest of the afternoon, which I've been doing. Yeah. Because I think what that does is if if I get interrupted with a phone call, I know that I'm in the middle of a task for half an hour to 45 minutes, and mm-hmm. I'm available very, very soon, but I don't have to drop what I'm doing right now, and I can finish mm-hmm. my task, right? So if somebody calls, I can be like, yeah, you can drop it off in 30 minutes. I'll meet you at the shop, you know, or I'm at the shop yeah. or whatever. So I think that's a... I've not taken this from anybody, so it's just kind of an idea I had. So I don't know if it's a, a good idea, but it's kind of a brain hack I think might work for me is to is to say, this is what I'm doing next. And then if at the end of that 45 minutes, nobody has called, I will go, cool, what am I doing next? It's almost Pomodoro Method-esque. Yeah. I think that yeah. that... I think that there's something behind it. You know what I mean? Because if this is your moneymaker, you can't be checking out right. like three out of five days mentally, right. you know, like right. that's, that's not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have a small task that you know you can accomplish maybe like 50 to 75% of it in that 30 to 45 minute span, awesome. Then get ahead of like what you need to do. And then maybe you have some more chill time at night, or maybe you can reallocate that time to one of your other side hustles or something that you enjoy doing, especially now that baseball season has fully kicked in. I'm sure that you're probably spending more time watching the Dodgers. This is true. So this is true. that's, that's important, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I think that that, I mean, give it a shot, dude. I think that that's a really good way to keep your mind in check, but also be productive. Yeah. And then the other thing I, I failed to mention there too, is sometimes I'm really, you know, just tired or I need a break and that's fine too. So it doesn't mean like 
I have to be productive for the next 30 minutes, yeah. but I might tell myself I have a break for 30 minutes, you know, as opposed to a break for the afternoon or uh, a project for the afternoon either way. So I can also take care of myself and my energy level with breaks, but giving them boundaries as well, I think might be yeah. helpful. So I'm going to try that and, uh, a little hint at my goal this week. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how much time do we got left? I don't know. Keep talking. <laughs> 57 seconds. I don't know. Keep talking. <laughs> I think that's really all I got uh, this okay. week. So we're just going to, we're going to give that minute to you. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I have any follow-up questions and I'm really sorry, but I think that that is a good idea. Cool. And yeah. I'm also super stoked that you have kind of this epic plan for 505 Songworks. Oh, yes. Uh, speaking of another update on that, this will use the last 30 seconds I have. A songwriter I've worked with before was actually trying to hire an intern for like a no-pay intern to mm -hmm. pitch for her. I posted on Facebook and my assistant saw that and asked her about it. Found out it was for no-pay, was not interested in that. And, um, and then they started talking and uh, she she kind of spilled the beans on what we're doing at 505 Songworks. So like, boom, someone I was probably going to approach is trying to get her her stuff in in our catalog. Uh, it's already starting. <laughs> so, Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. So yeah, so we're starting to build it out and trying to build it out very intentionally so that no matter what comes along, we have something for every pitch opportunity we come across, unless it's like hyper specific. If it's like, I need a reggae yeah. song about blueberry muffin tops then i may not have that but <laughs> we should write that right now but yeah but we'll get on it for sure <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it for me dude what is going on in your world 10 minutes on the clock go so remember how i like started a patreon thing i remember and that. i think i asked you this question a couple of weeks ago i was like do you think i should leave the videos like fully up on instagram or should i just like break them down into small pieces and just like whatevs and just like, you know what I mean? Like link them to the, the Patreon. Right. I don't recall what your answer was, but I asked that same question in my mastermind group, my mm -hmm. other mastermind group. Mm -hmm. And they were like, Oh yeah, just like leave the whole videos on there. They'll be great. Like fodder into the Patreon Tuesday night. I'm on this call. And they're like, why do you still have your full videos on Instagram? Like you just need to like put pieces out there so that people like really want to buy like, Motherfucker. What was that? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, update. Last night, I spent an hour and a half downloading all of the videos that I had on Instagram, cutting them, adding a fun little like opening screen and then like a 30-second closing screen that I created both on Canva. So this is what the opening screens look yeah, like. Yeah, I saw one of them yesterday. And... Like, they look good. Like, you can actually see what they are now. And I actually think it's going to be better for my IGTV page to be a little bit more clean and cut like that. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, it's like, hey, if you want to keep watching the video, there's like a nice fade. If you want to keep watching the video, check out the Patreon. Mm -hmm. So there's a significant call to action there. We'll see if that works. So that means that if you don't catch either Mama What's in Your Pantry live or Winging It Wednesday live, you have to be a Patreon member to see all of it. I think that that's fair. I feel like that encourages people to watch it live and like really like, right. Like there's, there's an urgency there. <laughs> and I think that's what I was lacking. 
So there's an urgency to watch it live. And then there's an urgency like, oh my God, what does she do with the tomatoes? What does she do with them? The if you're watching the know, video what does she do? and it cuts out, you're like, wait, what do I do with the tomatoes? Who knows? Who knows? Well, that's why you go to the Patreon, Josh. Oh, okay. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. So that's the big revelation I had this week. I was just really frustrated that I had to spend more time editing it. Thankfully, they didn't take as long as I thought they were going to. But it was still frustrating because I could have had that done last week. Mm. So I think that was just maybe a lack of communication on my part, maybe a lack of quality information on their part. But it was just it was a little frustrating. So I finished that and I think that that's going to work. Remember how I was like, I have 15 to 20 people interested in Patreon. I have six, six total subscribers now. So I don't know if people are just like sitting on their laurels or I haven't said it enough, but I've posted it in stories. I've posted it on a post. I say it at the end and beginning of every winging it Wednesday and mama what's in your pantry. I'm going to keep doing that. I think that that's, that's kind of what needs to happen, right? Like people just need to see it over and over again. They they have to understand the value of it. So I'm just going to keep doing it and hopefully it grows from there. Hindsight, I wish I had charged a little bit more because six people, six dollars is a little frustrating, but, (laughs) but it's going to be okay. Can you lower Um, the amount, the threshold that only get it for a dollar? Yeah, probably. So that you, that's a good idea. The first 15 or something that, and then, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Since y'all didn't (laughs) sign up, only 15 of you get it for a buck. That's right. right. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to add that to my list for this week. I like that. That way you can start being like nine more slots. Yeah. So I had it brought to my attention this week that my Pinterest page needs like quotes and pictures. And someone told me to like use Canva to make it pretty. I use Canva to make some of them pretty, but some of the videos I I put up and I didn't think that through. So... (laughs) Pinterest, both Pinterest and Instagram are very visual platforms, right? Like people like want to see pretty. So I would love your take on it. I think I know the answer, but again, I would love your take on it. I'm considering going back and re-uploading those videos that don't have cover pages to them. Do you think that that's a worthwhile use of my time now that I don't have a ton of pins on Pinterest to make it all cohesive? Probably. I don't know for Pinterest other than searching for images sometimes. I never look for people's pages or use it as social media whatsoever, so I don't know. Yeah. But what I do know about Instagram is in in general what I've seen working really well is that your posts on Instagram are very professional and your stories are kind of like casual behind the scenes. And that's just kind of the dynamic I've seen at Instagram. I don't know if if you feel there's a similar dynamic in Pinterest that that all of your posts need to be clean or if there's a give and take one way or another they don't have anything like stories right so yeah no actually they do they do have story posts i don't know how to use them though to be completely honest (laughs) so maybe maybe it's that i would i guess my answer is i would look at other pinterest to see if is everyone who's that like roughly your level doing all professional posts like instagram and then more casual on the stories they have like different boards and within those different boards they have like pictures that all look the same like all have the same mm-hmm. like style or like same branded like same branded like color palette so yeah it seems I important think people to, do look for that yeah. yeah it seems important to keep your board cohesive right so yeah i think it's so, worth it again while you're okay while you're uh just starting out as opposed to have hundreds of videos to go do that to later 
yeah. So that's a goal for this week then. Hey. <laughs> okay. So I think my messaging has been a challenge uh-huh. or uh, has maybe hindered me because I'm not really honing in on the pain points enough. So this week on Instagram, I've posted a reel a day. Do you know how hard that is? It's very time consuming <laughs> to be complete. Like even the six second ones like took me like four times to record and then like, I don't know, maybe three minutes to edit and then like 10 minutes to, to like write the post out and then friggin' post it. Jesus Christ. But statistically, I don't, I don't know if posting every day is worthwhile. So I posted twice last week. One of them got 562. The other one got over 2000. I posted one on Monday this week. That's close to 2000. One on Tuesday, it's only at 400. One yesterday, it's only at 240. And then one today, it's only at 66. And today I spent 30 minutes before and 30 minutes after engaging with people on there, which typically works. Last Thursday, I didn't do that and it got 2000 views. So I think I think I understand the algorithm and then I don't. <laughs> but I'm going to keep trying to post like at least short reels that just kind of hit the pain point and like reiterate what I want to talk about with clients, right? So like flavor building, family bonding and cooking methods. Yeah. So I think just putting that out there and maybe playing with the hashtags a little bit because maybe the hashtags are repetitive and people aren't seeing it. Um, But it's so interesting to me that I thought posting more frequently would be more beneficial. And I follow this one dude. I think he's in Canada. I don't remember his name, but he's like, yeah, you got to post every day, like on reels and you got to use 30 hashtags like every day. So it's interesting to see that that's working for him and maybe not working for me. So I I don't know what that is, but I feel like I need to go back and reassess. So again, that was just something I wanted to point out. My question comes in with my messaging. I mean, everyone in the mastermind that I'm in is a little bit older than me. So they all have kids. They're all busy moms. They are literally all my target audience. They are like badass women who work, who have kids and who are trying to balance it all. That's literally my target audience. So they want they want recipes, right? Like they want things that are easy for them and recipes aren't my thing. How do I explain to someone that you don't need a recipe if you understand the flavor and the cooking method behind it? Was that something that you picked up on quick when you and I started working together? Yeah. So I think it's hard because, because if you, when you don't know what you don't know, what you just said is an overwhelming answer. Totally. Like you want me to learn to cook so that I can just wing it. And of course, like winging it Wednesday, you show how it's just easy to throw things together. But also part of me before would have looked at that time would have looked at that as, well, of course she can wing it. She's got the knowledge. (laughs) And yeah. And so I think you need to figure out how to message that. Yes, you need knowledge you don't have, but how long does it take? Right. It's, it's, this bite-sized somehow, you know, whatever you're, however you can, you know, do the verbiage of like, if you just look at this for 10 minutes and this for 10 minutes and this for 10 minutes, three different things, you're going to have the skills you need or something like that. What, it, However you can package it, that it feels bite-sized and doable, because I think the assumption is when you say, you don't need a recipe. You just need to know the methods behind it. I go, I don't have years to become a chef. 
is yeah. like is like the response if you don't know what you don't know. And what I know after working with you is correct. Like if 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 you just break it down into like this is just generally how you cook your meats. This is just generally how you cook your like sides, vegetables, pastas, whatever. And this is generally how you think about spices. Like you taught me about like smelling them together or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and if you broke it down into little tiny chunks, it's just like, you just need to know this, this, and this. It's always good to have threes, right? This, this, and this, yeah. that's all you need to know. And then you don't need a recipe. Then it's like, oh, that, that, and that. I don't have to go to culinary school. <laughs> and yeah. You could even say that you don't need to go to culinary school. You don't need to spend, uh, you know, three years and whatever, <laughs> however much money it yeah. took you to go to culinary school. So much, <laughs> so much, still paying it off so much. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think, cause I think that that might be the, the link that you're missing, at least for me is like, when you I say that so, dude. it's, it's overwhelming and you need yeah. to say, no, it's not overwhelming. It's actually more overwhelming to go try and memorize a bunch of different recipes than it is to just learn these three things. You're speaking good shit right now, Josh Bean. Hey, sometimes, every once in a while, you know, broken clock <laughs> twice a day and all. <laughs> I'm writing all this down, even though I'm going to edit this tomorrow. I mean, today. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, it's Friday. <laughs> writing um, all this down. Yeah, the good news is I just recorded it for you. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple other things. Um, you were saying you're you're going to keep asking about Patreon. I think that's correct. Um because that really is the top of your funnel, right? Yeah. Uh, it's not Patreon that's the top of your funnel. Your top of your funnel is social media and your sharing. Yeah. And and if you stop that, then no one goes to your Patreon. So I think forever mm -hmm. and ever you're going to be asking on Patreon because new people that find you this week don't know what you asked for two weeks ago. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just keep asking. Uh, I think for the reels, you know, not very scientific analysis, but I do feel like I saw you more this week and like we're friends and like instagram knows i like you so it tries to show me you often but i miss your shit yeah sometimes and i don't think i saw a reel every day but i definitely saw a lot more chill this week than i usually do hmm. so i think the okay. instagram algorithm liked that you were active and knows i like you so it wanted to show me more <laughs> of you you know so thanks instagram yeah. yeah okay instagram knows we're business besties so <laughs> that means though that i have to interact with multiple people who are already following me so that they can see my stuff though i have to like their stuff i have to comment on their stuff i have to be in their stories i have to be in their dms yeah. so i've been trying to do that on a regular basis with people i haven't spoken to in a while partially but also I mean, that, that's the good way to get them liking your stuff. But I've also yeah. seen where I like people's stuff, like big name coaches and whatnot, who do not interact with me at all. And Instagram knows I like them and shows me more. So hmm. um, so just by nature of you showing up every day with the yeah. reel, uh, people have more of a chance to see you more, more of a chance to like you. And if you do that for a week, not going to see much of a needle move. But if you do that for a month or two months, then the people who don't see you because you're doing it once a week are going to see you two or three times a week, have an opportunity to just press that little heart button. And then if they do that for a month, they see you two or three times a week and press that little heart button. Even if you've done more than that, then you're going to be on their feed 
higher up, whether you interact with them or not. That's going to be a fucking goal, dude. <laughs> I'm four days in, 26 more days to go. Let's Here do this, go. bitch. Here we go. Month-long goal. <laughs> I just did uh, dairy-free for 30 days, so you can do reels for 30 days. <laughs> Anything is possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> I miss pizza. Anyway. <laughs> You can put some nutritional yeast on it. Ask Dion's for that. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got for you. Any other questions that I missed to give feedback on? No, I appreciate it. That was some great insight, Josh. Twice a day. <laughs> what are your goals this week, sir? All right. So my goals, um, I'm going to try the... What was the, the name of the method that you said that you referenced? For Pomodoro? It's Pomodoro. like a tomato in Italian. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Um, so that's just going to be, it's going to be hard to to measure, but I'm going to just very try and be conscious of like, oh, nothing's on my calendar. Nothing's on my like immediate to-do list. What shall I intentionally plan for the next half hour to 45 minutes? So that's my goal uh, to do that for all of next week. Can I tell you what I think of when I think of the Pomodoro method? I think of like a little timer but in the shape of a tomato. I'm going to start thinking of it that way too now. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think that'll help with a lot of things. And then um, the other thing I, I mentioned a few weeks back is that I've been trying to do priority number one on my to-do list pretty close to first thing in the morning. Um, like I do my morning routine and then I do when I'm ready to work, it's like priority number one before I even go to the shop. And I've not been doing that so well. So my my challenge to myself is to do that every day this next week, um, except Thursdays, because that's when I have a networking meeting. And that that morning is messed up for me anyway. <laughs> so it'll just be Monday through Wednesday next week and Friday. My challenge, do that every weekday. Excellent. How about you? Thank you for asking. I really appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> the pleasantries are over. Just tell me what you're doing next week. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm going to lower that Patreon threshold to probably 15 people just to um, increase the desire a bit more. Huh? I'm also going to embark upon a 30-day reels journey. I'm four days in, so my goal for this week is just do seven more days of reels. Why not? Oh, God. <laughs> and you might die trying. <laughs> <laughs> I need to revise all of my Pinterest content, so just go back and make them look pretty. Yeah. Also, as far as the reels go, like I've been doing 30 second reels forever and I don't need to be doing 30 second reels. I can be doing like six second reels or like 15 second reels. For you know? so reels. Like, for reels. <laughs> <laughs> also, I want to share with you, I, I just heard this morning um, great advice related to your 30 day reel challenge because, you know, it sounded like, oh, five days was hard and you were kind of ready to give up. But now you're all like going to do 30 days. Somebody pointed out, uh, I think it was the author, John A. Cuff. I heard him uh, interviewed and he said, people always like to judge years of a problem against days of a solution. And the way he put that is like, if you're like, if you're like, I, I just need to lose weight, but exercise doesn't work for me. You go, okay, cool. How long did you exercise for? 10 days. Just, I saw nothing. Okay. So you're going to say that 10 days of exercise should put years of of gaining weight cancel each other out and then when you put it that way it's like no and so no. again like five it's kind of different but like five days of reels versus like give it 30 and see if you can really move that needle at all you know 
Dude, let's see. Let's so do let's it. See. Let's fucking do this shit. And real quick, before we sign off, I know you're dying to hear the Anna Kendrick update. No response. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. So I'm going to say it every week till she comes on. Anna Kendrick, you're invited to come on this podcast. Talk about anything you want. Talk about short people problems. Talk about your movie. And in exchange, I will watch your movie. <laughs> Stop. There you go. I'm just trading time for time, you know? <laughs> you know i might watch it anyway it's not like i'm against it but now i feel like it's an extra incentive not much incentive but extra incentive <laughs> and on that beautiful note thank you josh it is a wrap on casual friday if you have any questions for us for cash fry shoot us an email at unstuck.institute at gmail.com or hit us up on instagram at unstuck.institute and on clubhouse in our fantastic room every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for those of you on Android now, you can be on Clubhouse, so you literally have no excuse. Okay? Okay. <laughs> if you haven't already, download our free PDF of the Lifebook to keep the ball rolling on your own productivity and get your Lifebook today at unstuck.institute slash lifebook. Have a great weekend, guys. Ciao. Bye, guys. Did it. Did it. Done it, done it, did it. Turn it, boom. Turn it, boom. That should be our song for when we get shit done.